Hi, and welcome to Radical Change Radio. Today we're continuing with our series of podcasts on patterns of fate and destiny. And our guest is one of us uh, today. It's uh, Sergey. And Hi there. His, his, right, there he is. And his topic is uh, inner dancing. Sergey has been um, dancing... Mm, five rhythms uh, for the last few years uh, quite actively and regularly and um, discovered some interesting patterns and made some uh, insights from from these few years of practice uh, that also crossed the border from the dance floor to his life and um, we're here to explore this uh, topic and um, see what uh, in this podcast specifically, what um, what does the uh, dancing give Sergey, and what does it bring to his life? And in the next podcast, we'll see the drawbacks of it. I, I, if I may add one thing, I think uh, we should also add this frame very specifically that this form of dancing is five rhythms, and we are speaking mm-hmm. in the in in the context of what this individual path of five rhythm dancing does for you. Is that is that is that correct, guys? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and just to give a context, I think I think we uh, we already yeah we already had uh, a few podcasts on five rhythms, by the way, right? Yes. So we had spoken with Gabriel Roth and uh, that's the Kathy founder. Altman, yeah. And Kathy Altman, uh, she went quite in depth uh, yes. about this. So uh, if you're interested in uh, what it is, then you know yeah. go listen to that. That's yeah. I think the question. series is called an organic map of life. One of those, yeah, and the other one is something else. I forgot what it was with Kathy, but anyway, oh, it's all it's all on the five rhythms. Yeah. <laughs> all so, right. so let me kick started the yeah. first question, right? <clears throat> well, what got you started in uh, five rhythms, and if you can just lay the foundation for that, we'll get into our questions from there. Um, well, I guess there are two ways I can answer this. So, uh, as far as uh, stumbling into it, uh, so. Uh, uh, we had workshops with uh, Paul Rebelo and uh, as a continuation of his work he recommended to find five rhythms practice for, for all of us actually and uh, uh, it just so happened that uh, there was uh, one class going on regularly right a mile right? from your place <laughs> not a mile I mean it's like 10 minutes of walking distance yeah so um that that's uh, how I found that uh, I actually found it together with Mike Paul. Yeah, uh, I still remember uh, looking at them dancing and wondering what the hell are these guys doing. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I was thinking like, hell, I can do better than that. <laughs> I think I was thinking, no way in hell I'm doing that. <laughs> uh, but uh, I guess another way, uh, probably more relevant way of answering this is, uh, uh, I've actually. Uh, kind of naturally danced uh, pretty much all my life as uh, pretty much as far as I can remember uh, kind of a club dance style you know that uh, I really enjoyed you know going to uh, a, a club and actually you know dance to you know whatever disco whatever the stuff right I would so, say more clear the floor 
Uh, well, after a while, I started to actually clear the floor around me, yes. So, uh, <laughs> especially... <laughs> actually, if I may, if I may yeah. share a quick anecdote on this. Um, Florida. Uh, at, at one time, a few years ago, me and Sergey we flew to Florida and, <laughs> yeah. and for a training. And in the evening, after the training, we went to a club, a nightclub, you know, like somewhere in Miami, Miami Beach, Orlando, somewhere there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so this is like a club I think it was like almost like rap music playing there something like this with with regulars and you know full regular club and so Sergey starts dancing okay and 10 minutes later he's the only one dancing and there's a circle around <laughs> well not exactly so this just doesn't happen right like it's, it's like three feet around me is nobody right it's like everybody just yeah. stops around <laughs> uh, but not to say that I'm scary or anything. Well, I guess I was a little bit. But uh, as no, I, I think you're so lost in your own world when you're dancing, and there's just at least when I see you dancing like that, what I see is joy, and I see mm-hmm. I just see pure bliss. That's what I see, man. Yeah. So anyway, um, back to the track, right? So uh, basically, uh, when I when I saw that. Uh, practice that night uh, the five rhythms so I basically like okay this is you know I feel like right there right at home you know with that and um, basically started uh, started to go there and still going yeah yep. every Monday night for three yeah. hours yeah yep yeah. Um, and you also have taken a few uh, intense seminars right yeah uh, so Right, so this practice basically uh, has, in addition to the weekly class, they they have, uh, uh, what is it, more like immersion kind of workshops and stuff. So, yeah, I I don't know how many I took uh, over the years, um, uh, but quite a few. I I started with the the introductory ones. Feet first with Lori. Feet first, yeah, she was Lori back then. Uh, And... uh, uh, then, uh, uh, so in five rhythms they have this progression, uh, like going to heartbeat and cycles and mirrors and all what, what not, right? Uh, I, so I've got all the way to cycles, uh, which was an excellent. That was quite some training, and uh, uh, also did a two-year-long uh, uh, workshop uh, with uh, Andre Juhan. So that's. Uh, Quite an intensive one. What is that on? That's, uh, that was called Libido Ongoing. So, uh, so we'll, we'll we'll get to that in in a little while. Okay. So uh-huh. here's my first question. Yeah. Why do you dance so much? What, what what does it what does it do for you? What does it give you? Uh, a lot of things. So, uh, okay, let me start with like the first layers. So peel it off. So uh, I guess the the most immediate layer is uh, I feel I absolutely need some kind of body practice uh, and uh, before I uh, uh, I had martial arts and after that uh, basically martial arts were gone and uh, but I still uh, I still needed something to uh, keep myself in shape and uh, uh, I have to tell you gyms just don't cut it for me it's just too boring so <laughs> this is uh this is one place that uh uh keeps me in shape. That's 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 one. Um 
also, uh, so I said body practice, right? Not just exercise, but, but body practice. And uh, what I mean by that is that uh, I, I need to uh, have a place where I can uh, uh, get in touch with myself, uh, kind of get, get, get to feel who I am, and uh, uh, have a place, essentially a place where, uh, how do I describe it? Like, place with no judgment. As as good as it gets, uh, uh, where I can be totally myself and uh, not worry about others freaking out or you know being inappropriate or anything. The, the so. thing when you were describing that, what came to me was this old uh, Hasidic saying: "Everything's allowed, nothing's permitted." <laughs> So body uh, practice is at one level, but go go deeper here. Why why do you really dance? Um, hmm. Well, it, it probably goes into the, the it's the same way. And basically, this the it, it is it is a, it is a practice. Um, it's just the thing goes deeper, right? So uh, uh, yeah, getting in touch with myself and then. Um, also exploring and pushing the boundaries of uh, uh, okay let me, let me go into more specifics now so uh, one uh, aspect of it is uh, physical relationship with other people so let me let me be more specific about that before anybody has all kinds of thoughts. So, uh, basically, for I don't know, long, long time ago, a few years back, right? I uh, somehow was very held back as far as I don't know any kind of physical touch. Like uh, the American hug, you know, was kind of weird for me. Uh, I kind of learned to accept it pretty quickly, but it was still a little weird for me. Uh, you mean the hug with the with the few quick taps on the back? Uh, well, any kind of. I mean, it's like uh, okay, a woman comes in like hi, you know, and I barely know her, and she like gives me a hug, and like uh, uh, what's that? So let me understand uh, this right. You complained about a woman giving a hug to you? Not complained, but it was <laughs> felt a little kind of odd. I didn't know how to even react react to that. Yeah, it's like, what does it mean? I, I, like, uh, it had to have some meaning or something, right? I mean, mm. what? Uh, um, and it was a little odd to me. I wasn't used to that. So, I'm curious here. One second mm -hmm. before you go forward. Yeah. Is it common in Russia? At least the, the Russian men and women I know are not like that. Is it common in Russia to keep such a big distance and not not touch and be touched? It's uh, it somewhat depends, I guess. Um, but at least. Uh, at least that, that that ordinary hugs, you know, like regular regular hugs from you know almost strangers, you pretty much never get that. Okay. So you know how I'm gonna greet you moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that that was a kind of a weird thing for me at first, and uh, uh, so that's the, that's the starter, right? So um, and basically. What got going for me is uh, 
uh, I realized that overall in general, in uh, I, I guess I had a lot of uh, holding back in all sorts of relationships and holding back uh, even in, uh, uh, in my intimate relationship, in friendships, in uh, like literally holding back, being afraid of I guess appearing inappropriate of some in some way. Um, I don't know what it was. It's, was there was there any fear of rejection there? Possibly, I don't know. Um, possibly. Was that the reason for holding back? Um, you know what? I mean, I can probably go all the way and back to my childhood and analyze it to the, to death. You know, but I. Just to make it simple, I, I don't know if that's relevant, but just to make it, I, I have no idea. Just to make it simple, let's just say I didn't know how to how to uh, behave in that situation. I mean, I didn't know what that means. I didn't know what, like, I didn't have much experience. You had no social protocol that. for it. Yeah, yes? it's like there was no protocol for me, right? So basically, I just ha- didn't have enough experience with that. Okay, uh, but uh, I have a question related because there are two mm-hmm. ways to respond, right? One is uh, with... By relying on the social protocol, uh-huh. the other one is by relying on your natural y- instinct. Yeah. So right. So why didn't you do the second? That's if you a, were lacking the first. Yeah. There you go. That, that, that's 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 a good point. So, in order to here's, here's what I discovered after a while. Right. This is this is me after a few years of dancing speaking. <laughs> um, that in order to uh, allow your natural instincts to just show up, uh, you need to be pretty boldy. You need to give permission to yourself first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You need to be comfortable with that. Yeah. You need to allow yourself to do that. Uh, and it's it's actually no, a very non-trivial thing. I mean, I, I look around right now. I, I agree. I, yeah, I completely I agree. agree. Yeah. I look around and around me and I see, you know, lots of people, you know, Ain't no retentive to, for the lack of a better word. <laughs> Damn, who comes to mind? So, it's I mean, it's it's the direct answer to your question. Basically, you have to allow yourself permission big big time. Yeah. In order to to behave like that, you have to have a lot of social intelligence to have the guts to ignore the social protocol and go with your instincts. That too. Uh, well, social intelligence is part of it, so you don't step on anybody's feet. That's important. That's bad dancing, anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I know I'm speaking kind of dance lingo here, but uh, uh, no, uh, also also it's. Um, it, it, it's also how strongly you feel yourself, like uh, whether you know who you are and yeah. what is your boundary, what is your what is your stance, uh, mm-hmm. like your balance. Uh, I know there are many words for that, but I guess balance is the martial art word, right? The uh, I don't know. I, I, I know center, what you're saying. Right. So uh, that uh, th- that sense has to be very strong in order for you to hold on your own and you know not falter when you yeah I'm going to jump off that because I think it's a critical point once as you're dancing mm-hmm. pay attention to my language by the way yeah as you're dancing and you find yourself coming here now so deeply into your center 
Uh-huh. Follow me. Okay? Coming here now, ever so deeply, here into your center. What unfolds from here that makes the world beautiful? Go with me. Yeah. Go with me. I'm going to process that. So, I... Uh, I think there's a lot of... There, there's a lot of... Uh, uh, beauty that unfolds with that. And... Uh, I start noticing uh, the beauty, right? So, first of all. And... Uh, uh, from that... Well, from the from the beauty, from just the, uh, I guess another thing is, uh, it's the lifting of all constraints. So, um, the whatever the ex- extraneous constraints uh, may be there, like artificially imposed, like I am constraining myself uh, because uh, maybe I'm shy or I'm not sure if this is appropriate or whatnot. All that stuff kind of starts to fall away, hmm. and. Uh, it's that lightness of freedom, right? And uh, the lightness, you know, freedom, the beauty, everything together uh, creates a sense of joy hmm. at the end of it. So, so, if I got this right, as you start noticing beauty, finding yourself unbounded, mm-hmm. a sense of lightness coming in, right? Yeah. You find yourself being joyful and smiling like that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you got it right. <laughs> okay, uh, that's my gift to you, brother. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah. So, what happens to your perception of time at, in that moment, in this moment? Uh, well, as you can hear the silence in between the words, right? <laughs> um, well, the uh, the notion of time per se becomes kind of irrelevant. Uh, I kind of know where you're going with that, so I, I can't say that the, the time disappears entirely for me. I don't but, know, I'm asking. But the... Uh, uh, come on, I... Kind of know what you're going to, but uh, uh, <clears throat> but the uh, but yeah, if you if you, if you want to ask about the question of time, it it kind of becomes irrelevant in a way. So it's whatever. Uh, so okay, maybe, maybe just to summarize where we're all driving here, right? So it's it's basically the the, the sense of being an element, right? So that's uh, the what what I'm getting is. Uh, in, in the dance, I'm basically getting into uh, into my element uh, and feeling like this is like the uh, I don't know if, it, if 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 it's the moment when I can say I'm at absolute best. I'm not sure about that, but it certainly feels like that. That as if I'm like right here at my absolute best and I can do whatever crazy stuff. Everything's possible and permitted. Yeah, everything is possible to the point that it freaks a lot of people out, even those who danced for a number of years. So, uh, I don't know, maybe it's just I have some flexibility in my body that it freaks a lot of people out the way 
do certain things. But anyway, um, <clears throat> uh, it's it's uh, the, the the point is that it it really feels like everything is possible. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just the joy of having that feeling regularly is uh, enough to keep me dancing. So l- let me tease off that. Yeah. Uh, from this place where everything is possible, mm-hmm. what have you made possible because of your dancing in your life? So, um, I guess the biggest difference that uh, uh, that this practice has made in my everyday life is uh, that relaxed way I approach all kinds of relationships so uh, and, and I mean like all kinds uh, say uh, even at work uh, where uh, you know it's supposed to be like okay uh, this, this is a very constrained environment you kind of have to be professional you have to hold yourself to uh, uh, within certain uh, limits uh, and yet uh, I pretty quickly earned uh, the honorary title of uh, chief uh, entertainment officer <laughs> at my company <laughs> so uh, I guess that says something um, I I don't skip an opportunity to flirt with women who like flirting you know like the uh, oh you mean you first have to test whether they like to flirt before you flirt with them? Uh, no, I don't. But, you know, I see the reaction. Of, you know, if she's open to that, you know, what the hell. It doesn't mean anything. It's just, you know, just having fun. Uh, that's all. Um, uh, and and that's fine. I mean, it's, and there's it's nothing wrong even if it means something. Whatever. Uh, I'm just saying, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so, so the reason I'm saying it that way is uh, because previously I... I actually did put a lot of meaning into all these interactions and everything. Like, oh, does it mean, like, is, is this cheating? Is this what? I mean, is this, like, uh, I mean, being married for so long. Um, so is this, like, appropriate? Is it not? I mean, I had yeah. all those sorts of questions. I think I think a you lot know? of people do, and I think it's it yeah. just, I think it steals away from life. I, I don't understand mm-hmm. what difference does it make if you make someone smile, whether yeah. it's a man or a woman. Yeah, I don't see what difference it makes. Right. Quite frankly. Yeah. Right. Uh, I can't believe I'm the one saying this and not Karan. But that's that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think my 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 boundaries are quite a bit further out. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's probably the uh, the biggest impact. Uh, and. Uh, I've realized that this is uh, one of the biggest impacts that the dance has produced for me. So uh, one of the things I did uh, to push the boundary there is uh, I signed up for a uh, workshop. Like it was a two-year workshop uh, called uh, Libido Ongoing. So it ended last year, actually. It's, so it's been three years back. Um, and uh, the workshop was essentially um, through the dance to uh, get in touch with uh, the libido energy. So this is not about sex, it's about the energy that the uh, powers uh, 
actually a lot of things in our lives. Uh, and uh, I guess just accepting it, knowing what it is, just kind of feeling what it is, right? So kind of getting experience of the energy itself right, and what forms it. Yeah, I, I think I think this is critical, right? And I want to see if we can explore this a little more because mm-hmm. I think the libido or uh, English lacks words uh, in this context for me. This sexual energy or creative mm-hmm. energy is critical, but yet because of the word sexual added in front of it, it takes away from what it means. So to me, it's a lot more sensual and erotic rather than sexual. Is that... Does that does that make sense? Uh, yeah, right. So uh, I think there are there are more flavors to that actually. So yeah, I guess uh, English is not my uh, yeah. Uh, it's a hard language for this kind of a context. Yeah, and I and I don't know know any other languages that would describe it any better. Yeah. So let me try. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Russian would do a good job at that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so um, it's. Let's just say it's the it's the probably the the most powerful driver energy for pretty much anything anything creative anything yes. that uh, uh, well I don't know say uh, one of my creative uh, creative uh, outlets is uh, making movies right and uh, uh, there when I get into the uh, into that zone of uh, creating something. There's a lot of that uh, libido energy coming in because that it just mm-hmm. has to be there. Yeah. Otherwise, no creation is possible whatsoever. So, uh, it, it's uh, well, sensuality and eroticism is just uh, two aspects of it, and there are maybe I don't know a hundred others. I agree. That, uh, uh, that just come in, and it, and it's it's like from pretty much everywhere, right? So. Uh, I mean, be it at work, be it, and uh, you know, you meet somebody on the street just to say hi. You know, uh, uh, you talk to uh, I don't know a store clerk, and uh, you know, for a thirty-second conversation, uh, whatever. It's uh, the energy is always coming through. Uh, you know, having uh, having worked with this uh, rather explicitly in that workshop, I kind of. S- start to sense that it's just it's one of those energies that are always there yes uh, on one level or another and um, I guess coming back to dancing I think we went like way off to uh, uh, which may seem like a tangent but uh, coming back to dancing in on the dance floor uh, I'm becoming so much more acutely aware of that energy uh, that I essentially carry it for the rest of the week uh, to, uh, well, let's try to... Uh, it's a good as, charge as, as to carry for the whole week. As, best, as best as I can. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, I don't know how to even... Well, some things are best right? left without words, right? Perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But basically, it charges me for a week. And... and that's the energy that drives pretty much everything. So there you go. <sighs> okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we should wrap up right now. Oh, did I just lose track of time? You did. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> All right, there you go. You followed the language. That happens. Any any last remarks, Sergey? 
regarding dancing? Um, the benefits of it for you. I don't know. I, I think I pretty much outlined everything. Um, maybe I'll just say, you know, hey, uh, if that, if, if for the listeners, you know, if uh, whatever I said, if it, it makes, if it made any sense, and if it spoke to you, hey, try to find some kind of a, uh, some kind of a dance practice. It doesn't have to be five rhythms. It could be whatever improv, ecstatic dance, uh, as long as it's a free form, and try it. Well, All right, and with that, have a wonderful time of the day. May you be happy. And have a great time with this podcast. The copyright of this recording is owned by the Radical Change Group and the individual contributors. Permission to copy and distribute freely is granted, provided that the entire recording and this notice remain intact. Please visit us at www.radicalchangegroup.com. Your comments and feedback will be greatly appreciated.